It is that time. Yeah, it's time that we're back. The Back in Time Brothers are back with a new podcast all about scary stuff for Halloween. I am DJ Paulie with my brother Lou. Lou, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. We're back. We are back. We have been so busy, and we are back doing what where it all started, right here at the podcast. Yeah, you know, we, we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while, and we have some ideas for future podcasts, but... Our demands on the radio shows that we do just eat up our time. And, uh, I mean, just trying to find time to do these, but do these well. So we just want to make sure that when we decide to do them, that we have a good plan, we have a good show, and uh, we just kind of pick the right times to do it. And Halloween's a perfect time. It is perfect. You know, there's a lot of of podcasts we could do, and we picked a really good one. Um, I think, I, well, at least I think so. And um, you know what? So, and it all started because we were talking about something. And why don't why don't you lead me and tell me what how it all started, bro? Okay, so there's this show that I've been watching for a couple of years. It's called Paranormal Caught on Tape, or I'm sorry, Caught, caught on, on camera. camera. Yeah, Caught on Camera. And um, I mean, I'm going back to the VHS days. You see that? Oh, back in time, me and. It's one of these shows that, of course, people send in their videos when they capture a ghost, a Bigfoot, UFOs, all right? And most of the time, those shows are ridiculous, and most of the time, those are faked. And I'm not saying that this isn't fake sometimes, but there's some there's some videos on here, bro, that make you go, what? And you keep looking at it, and I'm like, could that? I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. So every now and then... This show creeps me out, and mm-hmm. I will make sure I watch it during the day most of the time because I, I got to be out in the open, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's it's weird. So I thought, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about maybe some eerie things that have happened in our lives. Well, I tell you, you know, I have never heard of the show, and then you told me about it, and so what did I do? Oh, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, I started to watch it. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I'm done watching it because now it's like, I, it was freaking me out, some of the things. And then there were other videos I was watching. And then I just got wrapped up into this whole uh, scary photographs, videos, mm. things. And then it just started freaking me out. And I was like, okay, I got to stop right now. So, um, and you know, yeah, we, we, we said, let's do a podcast about scary stories, things that have happened to us or maybe people we know or whatever, or famous you know, things out there, but here we are and we're back and we're ready to do it. And it's Halloween. So what's a perfect time to do this? Yeah. So I'm calling this episode, the ghost files, true stories. Whoa. What do you think of that? The ghost files, true story. Well, these are true stories. Yes. And I'm going to put a little ambiance music in the back. I hope you hear a little bit of that. Hmm. I hear it now. Thank God I have my crucifix, my garlic, (laughs) holy water, all kinds of things here. I am prepared in case anything should come and get me at here right now. So I want to say one thing about the um, that paranormal show. Okay, 
they have these experts. I hope so I'm going to criticize the show here. They have these experts that they come on and essentially what they see, they believe. They don't try to dispute it. They use their years of paranormal and, you know, they have all, all these different degrees and whatnot, you know, or sure. they're wacky. Or, and, and, and so they, what they see is they try to give you the reason why it's true. And that annoys me a little bit because there's sometimes you look at that video and say, that's faked. And they don't ever question it. And so if they did that from time to time where they said, you know what, I looked at it. I'm not exactly sure if that, you know, that looks real or not. But they don't do that. They just sell you. So that's the idea of the show is they that you you believe what you see. And some of that stuff is believable. Well, and I agree. And let's talk about it really quickly before we go into this further. Let's let's talk about the movies Paranormal Activity. Okay, these are movies that you know, video camera catching these things. We know it's a movie. Okay, yeah. we understand that. But as you're watching the movie, you're believing it. Yeah, you're believing this stuff is really happening. It's freaking out. It's crazy, isn't Regardless, it? Regardless, yeah. Yeah, it's scary. You know, getting dragged out of your room, you know, and it's on camera or, you know, just whatever the case may be, these things that have happened. And, you know, and a lot of these things happen. We've, we talk about movies that in the 70s and 80s, you know, we talk about poltergeists, we talk about things like that where um, spirits or things come and take over, uh, take over the house or take over people. It, it, you know, it, these are true stories and things that have been documented that have happened. Yeah, you know, I mean, from an early age, I mean, I think I've always been, I remember, okay, so we're living in Patterson, bro. We, we shared a bedroom. Right. And we had twin beds side by side. Right. Okay. You were little. Right. Yeah, I was, I was a little. I mean, you were like, you know, two, two years old, three years old, you know, when we were in New Jersey, but I think by the time we left. And um, there would be nights where I'd be laying in bed and I would get absolutely freaked out just freaked out in the you know it's kids in the dark right and i remember i would freak out so much i'd scream to my to mom and dad and they'd come running in i would have these just fears all the time and there's there's always been something about you know i i don't know i mean i'm not the most sensitive guy because i'm gonna tell you a story about my wife who seems to kind of come across things but there's just sometimes some things where i'm like it feels like something's there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I totally get it. I, I've had those feelings as well. Many times. And, you know, you right away, you get the, it gets, you know, it gets the hair on the back of your neck stands up and, and you get that kind of like you feeling like something's in there with you or watching you or uh, something in the room with you, whatever the case may be. I, I, I get it 100 percent. And I've and I have some stories that I will tell, you know, down when as we continue of encounters, you know, with things like that. So. When you get freaked out, you can freak yourself out, right? 100%. And, and so I think there's probably 95% of those are self-induced. You put yourself into this, you know, frame of mind. You got worked up over something and now you're sensitive to everything and you're just freaking yourself out. So I think that absolutely happens. But what happens the other, you know, 5% of the time? Well, you know, and, and they say, oh. you know, right. They say that there's a lot of people that have encountered ghosts, spirits, things, uh, whatever the case, 
you are 100% right about freaking yourself out. You know, it could be watching something scary on TV. You start getting into a deep thought about it. It starts to take over you, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this in the past with Halloween, the movie. I, I was terrified of it. And I, I would get to the point where I was so scared of Michael Myers that it was in my head that I would see him places. Obviously, he wasn't there, but I was seeing it and I freaked myself out. So as a little kid, you do that. But as adults, you do it as well. You still do yeah. it. It's just something that, you know, you're, you know, famous thing, your mind plays tricks on you, right? There yes. it is. That's what happens, yep. Yep. you know, but there is that percentage where you really are encountering something or there is something in the room with you or something that just doesn't feel right. And, hmm. um, how do you know the difference? Right? Absolutely. Um, you know, and the, the one thing that always happens to me is you think you see something out of the, the corner of your eye, right? Oh, you kind of yes. you, you do, yeah. You go ahead and you you look, and and it's like you're almost positive you saw something there, and and there's been times where I've seen something like dart across my you know my field of view, and I'm like, so I you know we both wear glasses, so sometimes it's like, is there something on my glasses? And I'm always kind of looking to see that did that cause it, right? You right, do, exactly. You do that too? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's like a little but, speck on my glass when I turned and looked. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like you have you sit there. I think I'm naturally a skeptic, and so I'm going to first explore all the things that it could be before accepting. Like, okay, I don't know what the hell that was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you that way, or are you going to just accept it first? Uh, because of the encounters I've had, I've kind of accepted. All right, bro. Because I've, uh, Dan- I've had I've had several. Then we got to start. You give us. Where do you want to start this? Like your earliest remembering or how do you want to do it? I don't want to start with my earliest. I want to kind of start off with uh, a mild one first before we get too okay. deep. Okay. So when I when I was married and living in North Carolina, um, me, my wife and kids were sitting at the, at the dining room table and we were all sitting there. And I think actually our mother was even visiting that time. Oh. And um, sh- shortly sitting there eating, we see a little boy walk down the hallway. All of us saw it. Everyone at the table. A little boy walked from my bedroom into my son's bedroom. And mm. I was like, what the heck? So I got up and I, you know, walked into the room and there was no one there. So we would randomly see this little boy walking in our house in the hallways. All of us would see him. He would always kind of go into my son's room. I had my stepson, Devin, and my son, Alex. They shared a room together. And so he always would go in that room. And it was very bizarre. We were like, what the heck is going on? We all saw this person that's not here. So we came to the, you know, the conclusion that it was, you know, a ghost or whatever. But we weren't scared. It wasn't like a scary feeling. It was like this poor little boy was kind of lost. We did find out that a boy, um, a child was killed in that vicinity. And we think that that was the boy that was kind of just kind of lost. Um so, you know, we were told, you know, to kind of pray for the soul, pray for him. And um, we did that. And then shortly after, he was gone. We named him. We named him Timmy. Mm, Timmy. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of creepy in itself. A little creepy. But little, at the same yeah. time, you know, seeing this thing walk, this little boy walking in your hallway, in your house, you're like, what the heck? There's a kid in the house. And, and it wasn't like a ghost. It was like a physical person. Like you could see his body, you could see his clothes. It wasn't an apparition or anything like that. It yeah. was, it was like, like one of the kids had a friend over that was hanging out, you know? So did anybody like freak out in your family or everybody was just, you know, pretty calm about it? Uh, and Yeah. The kids kind of freaked out. Like what, you know, what the heck? And, um, 
but me and me and my my ex wife, we stayed very calm about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would see him just randomly, and it, it just kind of became a part. Like we'd see him, and he would always walk down the hallway. That's all he did was walk back and forth in the hallway, and it would only be like once in a while. It wouldn't be like every day or anything like that. But we kind of just got kind of like, okay, well, he's not hurting anyone. He's just walking around. It was weird that we stayed calm, but it was really bizarre. Yeah. So. When I think when I or when I hear of things, you know, or see that kind of stuff, you know, on television, I, you know, immediately start thinking about okay, what attracted that spirit there, right? right. Was it, it? Did it get attached to one of the kids? Possibly. Which is possible because maybe yeah. they're playing outside and the kid, you know, played around there and wanted to play with the kids, and that's why, you know, or the worst thing that you're always worried about: did somebody die in the house? Right. And, you know, and, and, and it was a new development, so no, probably not in the mm-hmm. house, but possibly on the land. You and never know. We never know. Right. And what I really truly believed was that he, you know, he always went into the boys' room. So obviously he was very attached to going in there, probably mm. friends, to have some friends. He was lonely, lost. Yeah. That's, what I'm, I, yeah. that's what I'm guessing. I'm not a ghost expert. I'm not a spirit expert. Yeah. I'm just kind of going what I would think, and I, that's what I hoped. Sure. And, um, you know, I, I was glad that we didn't see him anymore because uh, hopefully he found his way to wherever he was going. And um, that's it. So, yeah. That's a that's a big one. I mean, if that's the mild one, bro, I'm like, I don't even know where we're going next. Holy crap! Well, it gets worse. Oof. Um, all right. I'm, so I'll tell you what. Let me uh, let me do a, a small one. And I don't I don't have a lot of these. And most of these have come from really from my wife, who is okay. just seems to be more sensitive to this stuff. And uh, so I'll just say this: um, both her parents smoked. Both have passed. Now, I remember when when Lori's uh, mom, Rosemary, passed away, and um, and there are times either on birthdays or something attached to our family, a, a, an anniversary of some sort, Lori always sell, smells smoke, cigarette smoke, and I will smell it too. Wow, okay. And it's, and it's always in a concentrated area, and it lasts for a little bit, and then it's gone. But... Lori will go ahead and have these feelings and, and, you know, she'll just kind of sense it and she smells it. It almost makes her feel good, like, like her mom or her dad are nearby. And so it's almost comforting, but it's always weird. And we just had a smoke smell just the other day again. And it just really, yeah, really just kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, these odors, I'll I'll tell another story about odors um, as well. But it's amazing how that stuff can manifest where you can, you know, pick up that, you know, normally, you know, you'll see energy that, you know, is either being, you know, blinking lights or, or something along those lines. But to get a smell as well is interesting. Now, let me ask you a quick question about that. Like, so when you smelled those smells, what it wasn't like you guys were scared or anything, right? It was more like... No, because it's a smell, right? So you right. don't, you don't, doesn't, it's not like, um, I mean, it's a, but it's weird because why would there be smoke? None of us smoke. We've never smoked. Um, it's, you know, there's no smoke in the house. The person that, that lived before us here didn't smoke. But right. we, in, in all our houses, we've always gotten this, you know, and it'll last for maybe a minute or two. And now, you know, and her parents smoked and our smoked. father smoked. And our father smoked. So that's the other piece. Is go. could it be dad, and yeah. um, and so Lori's been you know, and I'll tell a story later about about that with Lori, and uh, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, and and you know that was the that was probably the hardest thing you and I had to go through. 
Absolutely. Was and the and death I, of her father. And I have a story about, you know, shortly after dad passed mm-hmm. away that um, I might as well say it now since we're going into yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah. When, when our father died, um, it, it was probably not more than like a week, you know, probably the first week after he was gone. Um, I was I was sleeping and um, about 3.30 in the morning, um, the bathroom light goes on. And, you know, I was just like, okay, the light came on. I And I couldn't sleep. I was very awake. It was hard to fall asleep after that. And so I went into the bathroom and I, you know, went and checked on mom and mom was sleeping. I shut the light off. I went back and lay down. Um, about two minutes later, the light comes back on again. And I was like, what the heck, you know? So I just, I, I, I waited a little bit. And um, then I heard like, like a noise, like sound like, like a cabinet closing or something. And then shortly after that, we had a, you know, we had a sliding door uh, that went out into the back and out to the door. I heard the sliding door open and close and the door slam. Mm. And I jumped up and I, you know, went to make sure there was no one. I didn't see anyone out there. And then I looked at the clock realizing it was the time that dad used to get up to go to work. Wow. So it kind of, it kind of was really kind of like, wow, dad was like going to work or, you know, whatever. It was kind of that, just that weird kind of feeling and sensation that, you know, like, okay, dad was here, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I shut the light off and went back in the room and, and obviously stayed the heck awake the rest of the night until the morning came and, you know, then fell asleep. So you were, you were freaked a little bit then. I was a little bit because, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, you're, you just went through such a tough time with your, our father passing away. And now mm-hmm. he's like, he, he's doing what he was normally doing before he died. You know, just very bizarre, very kind of eerie. Yeah. And you hear of that kind of stuff where if someone passes either before their time or just in general, that you know, their spirit kind of stays mm-hmm. and they just kind of, they're keep, they, they keep living their life, not really realizing that they're gone and they're right. just, you know, continue to repeat things. And you see that and you hear about that stuff very, very often. So that doesn't surprise me, bro. Well, you know, and it's it kind of like, you know, go, the movie Ghost of Patrick Swayze, these, these people are still walking around doing things. They're kind of waiting to, to go wherever that is that they're going. And, you know, they're still going through the motions of doing stuff, you know, and a, um, so it's kind of similar to that, I guess, in a way, but, um, you know, I didn't see anything. I just heard and hearing the noises and hearing the door close and things like that. That was enough. That was enough that I needed to hear. I was like, wow, yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah, no, that's, that's something. Um, so I'll tell you something, um, in the house, we just moved into this house about a year ago. Right. And the house only had one owner. Um, the person here um, didn't pass away. She just, she moved out. But um, we've had some things happen here. And now I have not necessarily seen it myself, but I felt a couple of things. But um, definitely see the things that keep looking to the side like, a you know, something's in the corner. So I definitely see that here. But listen to this. So Lori, uh, my wife, she's a writer, and she's been writing a book that's coming out uh, for for Halloween. It's called Haunted. And she's been writing it over the last couple of months. And since she's been writing it, she's been doing a lot of research about ghosts and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And so she's been just sensing things, hearing things. Um, finding things like on the floor, hearing things fall and they're on the floor. All right. Hmm. 
So that's been pretty, that's been happening a lot. But here's the one thing that she caught with her very own eyes. And when she took, I mean, and I was, I was in my office and she told me and I heard it and I came out. So she's sitting at her desk and where her desk is positioned, she can see into the kitchen and on top of the refrigerator, there's a box that had, I think some, uh, some water filters or something. And it was sitting up on top of the fridge Mm -hmm. and Lori is kind of looking that way. And all of a sudden the box just jumps and flies across the kitchen onto the floor. Bam. I mean, it didn't tip. It like leaped. Like it was thrown or something. It was thrown. Yeah. And Lori was like, holy crap. And she doesn't, I mean, she doesn't get freaked out. She's so calm. She goes, oh my God. Oh my God. She goes, and I go, what happened? I see it on the floor. It just jumped over there. And the thing is, it's not like if it would have, because it was too far away. If it would have just tipped, it'd fall down. Maybe right. it'd be a foot by, you know. But this thing is like five, six feet away from where it was. So it jumped. <laughs> it was just the, the craziest darn thing. Wow. That's, yeah. That, yeah. Those, you know, there's things like that that happen, you know. Um, that's it's crazy. And, and she didn't see anything. She just saw the, the filters go flying. That's it. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, I, I have uh, been in a situation once where I've come face to face with something of uh, some kind of spirit or whatever, whatever it was. Hold on a second. You just yeah. said face to face. I did. <sighs> All right, man. I, I actually have goosebumps right now. Just saying that little part to you. Mm. It is one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll tell you, we were living in union, New Jersey. Um, and the uh, house we were living in was a two-family house, and uh, we lived on the first floor. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't a two-family house. It was uh, like, a, like a side-by-side duplex. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we were on the one side, and we had a basement that went down. It was a beautiful basement, had these finished, like, beautiful cabinets, these built-ins and everything. So we put a sofa. We made it like a family room down there. And we had a TV down there, and so the kids would go down there and play. We'd have a good time and everything like that, right? So the one night, um, my stepson, Devin, wakes up screaming and comes, you know, I, I jump up and I run into the room and I go, Devin, what's wrong? And he says, he said, I, a, a skeleton just touched me. And I was like, okay, you're just having a dream. I said, you know, I said, it's okay. He goes, no, no, I felt, I felt the cold hands on me. And I was like, you're probably just having a dream, buddy. It's okay. Just, you know, so I, I, I you know, I waited with him a little bit and he laid back down. He fell back to sleep. Um, I go and I said, well, you know what? Let me just go take a walk around the house and take a peek, make sure everything's okay. So I'm walking, I go into the kitchen, everything's fine, living room, dining room, everything's good. So I decide, I like, well, let me go down into the basement. So as I'm walking down the basement, and for some reason, I don't know why, but I walked down and I didn't put the light on. I'm like walking down the stairs and I didn't put the light on. And I got about four steps down. I said, oh, I turned around. I put the light on and I came back down. When I turned around, standing in front of me was something of some sort of, uh, I, I don't know what it was, but it had skeleton hands. And it was like, had a black hood and there was like a face, but it was a distorted face. Oh, man. And it just, it just looked at me and it didn't look very happy. Uh, it didn't look very happy at all. And I'm not kidding you. I turned around. I went back up the stairs. I shut the light off and closed the door and went to my room. 
And um, I just started to, you know, just kind of like pray, like, oh my God, what, mm-hmm. you know, dear God, what's going on, you know? Yeah. And I, I never saw that thing ever again. But um, my stepson wasn't kidding when he said skeleton hands touched him because I saw the hands. <sighs> so I, I don't want to get like really m- kind of morbid here, bro. But let, you know, I don't know if you want to bring th- bring this up or not, but. Well, my stepson is no longer with us. Yeah. Um, he unfortunately passed away when he was 19. Um, a freak accident. He fell um, down the side of a mountain in Colorado. Uh, he hit his head. Uh, the stream draw, drew, brought him downstream, and he unfortunately drowned while he was knocked out. Unconscious. Uh, yeah, so and, sad. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. And his dog jumped with him and stayed with him the entire time until he was found. I know. God. Yeah, that was devastating. But bro, could you imagine if this was something like death coming? I, you know, I don't know. Touched, right? I mean, it's like, you know, not to get kind of weird or you know dramatic. No, no. But but I mean, it's like I understand what you're saying. I mean, you know, he was probably about you know five or six years old, um, about six years old when this happened. Um, You know, he lived another you know 13 years after that. But um, you know, you know, I know you don't know know, the you know Grim Reaper death, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But it had the hands. It had a black robe. It's very similar. That's that's exactly what I kind of compare him to the Grim Reaper. I compare him to death. And I was face to face with you said. That that he touched him though. That's what scares me. And what yeah. what if it wasn't his time? What if you you were there and you prevented it in a way? I don't, I don't know. But I don't know. Right? I mean, it's but just it's a, it's a, it's one of the freakiest things that's ever happened to me. Um, and you know, just face to face with something like that, and um, you know, and people don't believe me sometimes. They're like, oh yeah, you're making that up. I was like, listen, I ain't making that up. I you know, I, I there's nothing that I'm benefiting from telling the yeah. story. This is something that I lived, and I'm only telling things that I've dealt with and had to go through. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of things that uh, death has been around me in a lot of ways. Friends of mine dying and um, Mm -hmm. terrible things happening. My friend killing himself and his two kids, you know, things like that. And I have seen those kids. They have come to me. He has come to me. Uh, You know, all these kinds of things. So it's, it's, it's just a really freaky thing. So let's touch upon that a little bit. So when okay. you say, so where were you, you know, what's your state of mind, you know, when this stuff happens, is it that you're starting that you're thinking about him or this is just random? You know, it's, it, it's always at night. It's always kind of late. Um, and, you know, like the very first time it was the kids. I saw, I was sitting in my living room and I saw something come running, like there were like two things run past my kitchen. Like the side of my, you know, the corner of my eye kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, I, and this is when I didn't wear glasses. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so I look and I look over and, you know, I don't see anything. And then I look again and I see two things, like two things run past. As I, I got up and I was like, okay, it's something in my house. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared, but I'm trying to be brave. I'm walking to my kitchen and sure enough, it was, it was the kids that had just been murdered. It was Jada and Jordan. And, um, you know, they were just, they were like three and three and five or something like that when they were yeah, killed. Just, just um, terrible. And then, um, yeah, he killed his kids and he killed himself. Um, and then, um, and then sure enough, shortly after that, um, he, he showed up and he was standing like in my living room talking to me. And I, and, 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 you know, and I'm thinking, was I dreaming? Was I asleep? Was I thinking this happened? Um, 
no, I was awake and I know exactly what I saw. And I know what I, and he said, he just kept apologizing to me for what he did. He says, I know you're mad at me and I know you'll never, you'll probably never forgive me. And I'm sorry. That's all he kept saying. Mm-hmm. And it was very, you know, I didn't it, go to his funeral. It, I mean, I was, it was, it was very hard for me to, to understand how you could kill your two kids. Sure. I, I just didn't get it. And um, I did go to the funeral for the children, but not for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you said he's talking to you. You say he's saying, you know, essentially trying to, to forgive him. Um, are you communicating or are you just listening? Are you just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm is kind, there a back I, and forth or no? I No, I'm just kind of listening because mm. I don't I don't think I could produce any words at that moment. Yeah. I think I so was, was a little so, bit of shock. I, it was a lot of shock. Yeah. Okay. He was yeah. standing in front of me and he kept saying that... Um, He's he's in a very bad place. He kept saying, I'm in a bad place and this is where I'm going to be, he said. Meaning probably yeah. hell. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, I, and that's it. You know, and I and I couldn't get any words out. And then before I could even say anything, he was gone. Oh, so man. it was just a scary that's heavy. And maybe I was dreaming. I I don't know, but I don't think I was. I remember it very clear, like but, everything but the, that happened. But you know, bro. That stuff happening in dreams, that's just another existence. I mean, that stuff's happening. I mean, and because if you're in a state of mind where you're a little bit drowsy, you're more open to taking in that stuff. And, you know, so, you you know, it's it's possible, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. Yeah, you know, you're right. 100% right. And um, it's just it's just a freaky thing. You know, something that's been in my head here for since we've been talking about this, and, and I'm hoping you can help me with this one, because... I kind of remember a story about um, something that happened in Patterson where an alarm went off in our house and the yeah. cops came. Yeah. And wasn't there like a, a man sitting in there smoking? And then when someone walked over to him, he, there was no one there. Um, I kind of remember something like that. So I think I it rem- happened to mom though, didn't it? Yes, I think it did. Okay. Now, what I do remember when I was is when someone broke into the house, mm-hmm. and um, and then the door was open. So I, I remember, and I was young, I, you know. I I got to imagine I was you know five years old or something like that right. when that happened, and um, and so you know I don't know. I remember mom talking about it, but I, yeah. you know, I tell you what, if we would have mom on the show, she would be able to. Well, you know, my gosh, there's just lots of crazy things that have happened. So. But um, yeah, I um, but I remember being freaked that I almost went inside. Inside, I saw that it was opened, and but I didn't go in there. And I'm and I, I don't know if anybody would have been there at that at that time, or if they had already stolen everything and left. Right. But uh, it was a really freaky thing for us. Yeah, I just remember mom saying something about she kept seeing like um, smoke coming from a chair, and when she walked over there, there was no one there, like a cigarette. And I could you be know, wrong with the story, but... Oh, boy, you know... Okay, so I may be confusing a couple of stories here, too. You might be. I, I remember... Okay, this is the weirdest thing, too. So I re, I have a this memory as a child. I can't give you any context at all, other than I remember, you know, so like in the dark and someone smoking, you'd see the cigarette, you know, the end, the lit end right, orange... Right. And I remember going up to it and then not it not being there. Okay, that's so that's, I have so like it. it could be two different things, but I have that memory that you just when you said that I'm like, oh my god, I remember that happening. And I thought it was 
I thought it was my dad who was because he smoked, right. and I thought he was smoking in a chair in the corner. And so I went up to go see because this was like either I had gotten up out of bed or something, and um, and then there was nothing there. Yeah. So I, see, remember, I remember that personally. Yeah. 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 That's just crazy. Yeah. It's just and uh, if mom was on, she would have a ton of stories. I mean, yeah. my gosh. Um, some crazy ones, but um, yeah, it just you know it's and, there, and then there's been other encounters with uh, you know um, seeing things like uh, being like in my bed sleeping and and seeing like shadows and seeing things and um, you know I, I I don't know how much of that was you know someone something actually there or if it was just my imagination or or stuff, but one one time. Shortly after I saw my friend and his daughters and his son, daughter and son, um, there was a dark kind of figure standing in my room. And and I, I remember just saying, hello, hello, is someone there? And it just stood there. It didn't move. And and then about 30 seconds later, it disappeared. It was gone. Mm. So I don't know what that was, but that that was probably one time when I got very cold and got chills when I when that yeah. thing was there. And they say that when you get chills or the room gets cold, yeah. there may be some kind of entity or some kind of sure. apparition sure. or a ghost or something. So, um, and I do remember too when I saw that thing on the stairs, it did it was very cold. So that yeah. could be a sign. Yeah, that could be a sign for sure. Yeah, you always see that with the like the uh, the ghost hunters and all the paranormal mm-hmm. people that you know, use their different machines and they have these different you know gadgets that measure temperature and sounds and all in electromagnetic waves and all that kind of stuff, which I always kind of find interesting and and stuff. And yeah, sometimes those shows are staged and everything, but um, but that seems to be a pretty common thing. Feeling you know temperature change. And then when you're when the the hair on your back of your neck stands up, or you get goose pimples or whatever. You know what I mean? Ooh. It's like it's like yeah. I mean it's just that stuff happens. Um, so I want to tell you you know a couple of things. So not like I said, I don't have a ton of memories, and, and I think I think people, there's certain people that are more sensitive to that. They just they're tuned into it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think my wife is that way. But for me, it though it's happened a couple you know, a few times. I'm just not as sensitive. Now, um, we have cats, and everybody knows animals, maybe even especially cats, are very, you know, they see things that we don't. Right. Cats and um, children, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I there's so many times where we'll have, like, a cat in our lap, you know, or the cats will all of a sudden, all in unison, will look to an area. And then me and Lori will look, and there's, like, nothing there, but they're looking at this one area. And they keep staring at it. And then they're like, their heads are moving, like something's moving and they're following it. So that's freaky. And then a lot of the times I'll have a cat in my lap. And then all of a sudden the cat is looking up above me or to Ooh. the side of me up. And we've had a lot of that happen. And you're like, okay, is there like someone over me that's looking? You know, you just don't know. But it just makes you think because, I mean, they're just, they're very sensitive. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's... It's like little kids seeing things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some videos I've seen of like a baby in a crib um, freaking out, screaming, because they're looking at something in the room. 
Yep. And there's you can't see nothing on the on the baby monitor, but that baby sure as hell sees something. And that's a scary that's a scary, scary thing. Like you you know, or like like you said, watching a dog or a cat, their head moving, following something in the room, and there's nothing in the room. That's freaky. Bro, you, you just said the baby monitor thing, and I know I told you about this before, but I want to say it for the show here. Um on the paranormal show, if you guys find an episode, I forget what it's what it is, but I think it's in season three. There's this happens, I think, in Vegas, where you've got these, I think, grandparents that have a, a baby staying over, and they they decide to set up a baby monitor in the room, and so it's you see this night vision stuff, and they were reviewing the film. And uh, they go ahead and they capture this demon-like entity over the crib. Oh, bro, it is the freakiest thing. And you know, Lori does. You know, she'll she'll laugh at that stuff. But then when I showed her this, and she, I'm just like, oh god, that looks real. I mean, that it was. I mean, like, why would this old couple essentially fake a video? Yeah, it doesn't you know, make much sense. It yeah. just it, and 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 you just see it's it's kind of translucent. It's got but it it's so shaped and it is really I mean it's it's demonic. Holy crap, I just freaked out. My lights came on by themselves behind me. And I forgot they're on a timer. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, okay. So let's talk about lights. Um oh, that's well, got to be hold, the hold most common thing. Okay? Hold on a second. Right before we started recording, my daughter comes in and says, Dad, my lights in my bathroom just flickered. Mm. Okay, that's weird. That's happened a few times to my daughter. Okay. Um, so, um, and it was funny because I, well, not that it was funny, but I said, well, that's really bizarre you said that because me and your uncle are going to, we're starting to record our podcast about ghost stories. And she goes, oh, great. She said, <laughs> you know, um, so I don't know what it was, but it's very bizarre. It's happened a couple times and um, she has felt like she has seen things in our place, at our house. Um, she says that she always feels like there's someone, she sees someone walking uh, past her room, mm. which which is freaky. Yeah. Um, but um, I've never seen anything here yet. So thank God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, lights, uh, TVs, um, electrical stuff happens because they always say that um, if a spirit is trying to communicate, they're going to go ahead and try to use energy because they're energy as well. And right. so you'll see things, you know, zapping energy and stuff. Uh, so lights flickering is very common. Um, but here's something that happens to my wife a lot. All right. She'll be in bed and the tv comes on mm. all right then she'll shut it off then the tv goes on again and this happened a lot and Lori goes all right stop it she'll go and then she shuts it off and then it doesn't come on again but she it's almost like this little game that happens now you can say okay it's a glitchy television it could be i don't could know be. right right or, i mean no idea or it but, could be someone playing games. Right. Because one of those days corresponded with when we smelt smoke. So, you know, it's like, is there something there just trying to let you know that they're there? Right. Could it, you know, could it be dad? Could it be Lori's, yeah. one of Lori's parents, you know? Right. Uh, Rose right. or John trying to communicate yeah. or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 
That's, right. that's crazy stuff. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, I've never had anything of smelling, nothing like that's mm-hmm. happened. Um, but you know, it's just, um, just seeing weird things and, you know, and, and then you always, when you're driving or something, you, you, you look and you think you see something, you know, something on the road that could just be, you're tired from driving. Honestly, I don't right. I really haven't got anything like that, yep. Yep. you know, but, uh, most of the things that I've encountered have always been in, in the, in the home. And, um, you know, New Jersey, the state of New Jersey is a very haunted state. A lot of th- weird things that's <laughs> happened there. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's that famous road, um, up in, uh, oh God, what is it? Pequonic or, uh, not Pequonic. Um, oh my God. Why can't I think of the name of it anyway? It's a, they say that there's like, uh, um, uh, Clinton Road. I'm sorry. Clinton Road is with the road. That's it. Mm. And um, it's uh, up in Jersey, up up north. And uh, they say that there's, uh, there's you know, sat- satanic people up there, cult up there in the woods. A lot of it's deserted. Um, there are still homes. They say that there's a truck, a driver that chases people down on the road. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of haunted stories about that road. Um, mm-hmm. There's also Annie's Road, which is in Totowa, New Jersey, where a girl was killed, um, and then she was dragged up and down the road until she was dead. And they say on Halloween, she died on Halloween. Um, they say on Halloween you can see her ghost walking on the road um, or in the cemetery, which is right next to the road. I have been down that road many times. And we have never really physically seen anything, but um, it's it's a scary feeling walk going down that road because it's a windy road. It's kind of freaky. It's right by the river. It's kind of scary. So, um, but so there's a lot of you know a lot of uh, stories of New Jersey or things like that. Of course, you know the Jersey Devil. Of course, you know. Um, but yeah, there's um, there's always a common thing, you know, in any ghost story and stuff is like cemeteries, right? Right. Freaky, spooky. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I lived in New Hampshire? Yeah. Did I ever take you to the cemetery that was next to us? Yeah, I was. I, I remember coming up. Remember there, that? Yeah. I mean, it was probably I don't know. It was down the street a little bit, but it no. like, wasn't next to us. But it wasn't that far away. It's still freaky because I mean those things were from the 1700s. Right. It was an old, old cemetery. Old. Could, oh could, my it, could have been some witches, who knows, that oh, were killed. Oh, man. You just don't know. You know, back in those, those days yes. up, up up in New Hampshire, you know? <laughs> you it just was don't crazy. Know. It was, yeah. yeah. That was, it was, I mean, and we never went there at night, we, always during the day. But we walked that a couple of times. And we just, we were looking to see how old some of that stuff was and if we could still read. Because the, the gravestones were really, you know, pretty, pretty worn. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, I, I want to say we did some rubbings or something on them, too. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, I mean, those are freaky. Absolutely. I've, I would never live by a cemetery, one. Uh, that's one thing I wouldn't do. I wouldn't want to live under, on top of the cemetery, either. <laughs> that's for sure. Poltergeist <laughs> found that out. Uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, there's, it's just, there's so many, you know, like you say, it's the classic, you know, the cemetery, the 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 tortured soul that was killed and mm-hmm. kind of coming back, you know, there's a lot of the, of the, of the fables and stories of, of a ghost, of a good ghost story. And what is a ghost story? A ghost story is something that kind of gets you, kind of gets you a little bit freaky, a little scared, like looking around a little bit. And it, and it's, and it's fun at Halloween, but it's, it's not fun when they're true and they really happen. That's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No doubt. 
Um, when we were in uh, in New Orleans, uh, this is two. I think it was two years ago or so. Me and me and Lavery went with the, another couple, and um, so one thing she wanted to see, she wanted to go to. If, if you guys know in New Orleans, I mean it's below sea level, so the they don't have cemeteries in that underground. They're on top. They have these crypts and stuff. So she wanted to see one of those. And, uh, and they, they have those in France as well. And um, so we went and, uh, you know, toured one of those. And some people were, like, freaked about it. But it was actually pretty cool. Um, but I could not imagine doing that at night because... Oh. Those, no. I mean, you see these crypts and stuff that are all out there, and some of them they're like opened up a little bit, so it's like, oh god, you know, it's it's crazy. But yeah, yeah. that's uh, those are those are those are freaky. Oh, me and my friends when we lived in New Jersey, me and my friends went to a a closed, abandoned um, mental hospital, and um, oh <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we did. This is a good one. Um, so we we went in, and of course it was. No trespassing, but we snuck in and got in there. And this was at night, which was dumb. And we had our flashlights and we were walking around this place. And it was deserted. It had been closed for quite some time. And um, we're walking around. And um, as we're walking around, kind of looking at things, you can see like a like a broken wheelchair, rusted up wheelchair. And mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of things that just, you're like, wow, you know, this was a hospital or whatever. Well, it was a mental asylum is what it was. And shortly after walking on the first floor, we heard this like kind of evil, like this really like evil scream. Like it was like a laugh scream. And we took off and left. We didn't stick around to stick around and find out what it was. But um, we think there might have been other people in there that were maybe playing games, fooling around. But um, it's still you, you, you don't mess with that kind of stuff. You know, I hear yeah. a scream. I'm out of here. See, ya. I'm, I'm done. You know, Ooh. I'm not going to let's go investigate. You know, no, I'm out. Yeah. Bye. Right. So that was kind of freaky, you know. It's like it was an old man, you know. It was all old man Johnson from Scooby Doo. It was, you yeah, know, yeah, it's, right. you know, yeah. it's this is something more serious. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, that was that was kind of a a daring thing that me and my friends did. <laughs> Gosh, the last uh, the last like scary thing that actually really happened to me was the last house that uh, we lived in. Um, so this was before we went to go RVing. This was. Um, we were, um, gosh, you know, in the process of get, trying to get it sold. And I was sitting in the living room. Lori's already in bed. It's got to be 11-ish at night or so. And um, all the cats are in the in the room with me. I mean, I've got, well, there's one, in, there's one in the bedroom with Lori and there's three with me. And I'm sitting there just watching TV. And all of a sudden, I hear a commotion come out of my office. Now, my office was at the front of the house. I was at the back of the house where the living room was. And it was a long haul. And we had sold some furniture. And so the house, it echoed it a little bit, right? Right, sure. So hearing something, and we had tile floors. So you heard all of a sudden this crash. You hear this echo go through the house. The cats freak out and go just running away because initially I would have thought, oh, one of the cats got into something. But no, because the cats were with me. And I'm like, what the? And so I was just like, what the hell? So I get up, I, I go into the office, and on the floor is all this stuff, random stuff. Some of the stuff that wasn't even like, pay, I mean, we had, we were getting rid of the move. So there was things like kind of piled up or boxed or something like that. There was these random things that were thrown in the center of the room. 
and I'm like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden I got the chills like you would not believe. And I just like felt, yeah, I just felt like this heaviness on me. And I'm like, holy shit. And I just like got out of there and I run into the bedroom and, and Laura's like, what's wrong? So I, I go, Laura, something's up. Something happened. It goes, it wasn't the cats, but something, I don't know what happened in the, in the, in the, um, in the office, but all this stuff fell to the floor. So, you know, we, we stayed up a little bit and I was just kind of freaked out and I kept, kept getting these chills, you know, and then you, you know, you start breaking up the, our fathers and doing whatever you can because you're nervous. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then they just kind of calmed down. We put the lights out and that whole evening, I was just a little bit uneasy, but it was fine. And it was just one incident, but it was like, it was so freaky because it was so random. It's not like something tipped over. These are things that came from different areas that fell into the center of the room. Why? How? It's just crazy. Yeah. It's, and, and, you know, it probably will never know why and how, but unless we, you know, our actual ghost says it and goes, oh, by the way, I did that because, you know, or left, <laughs> leaves you a letter telling you, sorry about the mess. Oh, you know? man. But yeah, some scary stuff, man. It's a, you know, real, real life, real life crap out there that, that can happen. So. Oh, gosh. Man. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times it's, you know, it's surrounded around, you know, a death of a loved one or something like that. And, and I know we've heard stories about, um, I mean, you just talked about dad a while ago and, and that and, and, you know, mom has some as well. Um, but I think, you know, do you I have one last story that's, you know, that I'm saving for the for the end because um, it, it means a lot and it happened to my wife. But um, do, is there anything else that you? Well, just, uh, you know, touch real quick, touching on when you said mom, I, I remember a story mom told me after dad died that she would be sitting in the living room of the house and like, you know, things would uh would you know there would be things that were moved and things like that or something like that and no big deal didn't think anything of it well the one day i was sitting there with her and um all of a sudden all the like a music box started playing the one that dad bought one that dad bought her yeah 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 and i left i took off out the door and got my car and took off (laughs) <laughs> left, 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 mom behind. See ya. I'm out of here. Yeah, I was, I was real, uh, real, real good son that time. Yeah, I took off. Um, but yeah, oh, I, I, I just, I remember that thing just bing, 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 playing. I was like, and she was just like, oh, she just like was so calm and at peace, you know. Knowing. Oh yeah. And I, I was like, I'm out of here. See ya. I took off. I ain't sticking around for this. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't handle those things the best. I mean. You know, we've seen some things in our day, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's something. Um, all right, so you know, I had forgotten this story. Lori said that she told us about it. So, bro, you you can confirm if if you you if you know about this story. Okay. Um. So, Dad died in ninety one, June of ninety one, mm-hmm. and Lori remembers probably it's about a year later. I already and know. We, you know. So you know it. She okay, and I forgot it. Yeah, and I forgot this. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said that, um, you know, our, our our oldest loved baseball, and he was, you know, he's a baseball player, and I don't know how old he would have been then. What would have been, maybe? Uh, Mike, he was just, he would just have graduated, kid, five, graduated kindergarten. Five, so he would have been six. Grade, six years yep, old, maybe? Six years yep. old, yep. So um, so he's six years old playing in, wasn't, I don't think it was T-ball. Was it T-ball at that time? It was, t- it was T-ball. I, okay. I, was, I was coaching him too. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So T-ball and Lori is sitting, we're watching the game, and 
she says she looks over and on the first base side, she sees what she thinks is 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 our our dad. Mm-hmm. And she, apparently he waved at her, and he was gone. Yep. And see, I don't, I forgot that story. Oh, I remembered that because wow. Yeah, I remember Lori telling that story, and it was it was almost like. It was almost like letting her know that he was watching Michael play or oh. whatever, just there, you know. Yeah, and that's that's huge. I mean, because I've, I unfortunately have never, I've I've never seen really dad after that. You know, I've yeah. I've, I've never had any kind of uh, mm-hmm. um, experiences like that. And and I you know I wish I, I wish I would actually I wouldn't mind. You sure, know? but um, but yeah, Lori, Lori, you know, but dad loved Lori very much. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and. Um, so that and and he loved Michael. I mean, he was sure always playing baseball with him. So it only makes sense that he'd be at a baseball game watching his grandson play. Only makes sense. It sure does. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. It, it's comforting to know it is that as many games as as Michael played through the years that your dad was able to see those games. You know. Yeah, and who knows? He probably saw them all. I mean, who yeah, knows? Yeah. He probably saw his whole career, you know, and still watching over all, all of our all of our kids, you know. Oh, and yeah. um, I mean, it just you know, it's unfortunate that he didn't get to meet all of his all of his grandkids, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, the time that he had with Michael and the amount of time they spent together, yeah, that that's everything right there. Absolutely. Everything Michael right has, still has some really good memories. They faded through the years as they would. I mean, you know. But um, it's, oh, I tell you, you know, it, it, it meant so much. The way they used to play with each other and. Uh, oh, it was hilarious. Uh, I used to laugh at them the way they played. Yep. Yep. I'd see them and, you know, Mike was, dad was crazy about Michael and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they they had a great relationship and, um, you know, they always played dumb games. He's like, hey, Mike, let's play, let's play sleep. How do you play sleep? Uh, first person that goes to sleep wins, you know. And he get and he get Michael to kind of lay on yeah. the thing, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, Papa, this game's not that much fun anymore. I don't like this one, you know." And I just laugh. I go, "You got you, Mike. You got you, you know." And he goes, "Yeah, Uncle Paul, I don't like this game." I was like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe Papa will play a different game with you, you know." And they would just have fun. They had a yeah. they had a good relationship, and um, it's it's nice it's nice to remember those things, and sure. um, you know, just kind of thinking that. You know, he would have had that relationship with all of his grandkids, you know. Oh God, yeah. Because that's the way dad guy. that's yep. the way dad was, you know. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Wow. I tell you what, boy, you know, amazing what you know, we we set out to kind of make this about a, a kind of a, a you know, real kind of you know, spooky stuff. And then it ends kind of coming back to what is really meaningful in our lives and you know, the people that we lost and, and you know, I think uh, mm-hmm. Dad had such a big, you know, impact to us because it was so sudden, sure. And um, and it, you know, it really affected I think all of us in, in in different ways. But it was the shock of it all, and we we all lived through it and comforted each other through it. It was um, it was it was intense. It was it definitely was so um, kind of a nice way to just kind of remember him. Um, as we kind of wrap up here, you know, we, yeah, we yeah. talked about some scary stuff and we just talked about something that was really great. So, um, not all ghost encounters are terrible. <laughs> right. Right. Some but are very some good. That are, there's some that are scary though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. So that's, uh, that's kind of the ghost stories, huh? Yeah. I kind of like that. Now 
There's somebody that I work with that's apparently a ghost hunter. And how fun would it be to try to get her on the show to talk about that? That'd be great. I'd love to get I'd love to get her on. I also have somebody that's a true crime person. Really? We could take this thing in, in some different ways. I mean, I know we were always, you know, music based initially, but we could, you know, and we've opened it up and talked about lots of different things, but uh, it's always usually centered around some type of media of some sort. Some well, sort. I mean, you know, listen, um, a podcast is a podcast, and so we talk about music, and it's back in yeah. time, brothers, and we talk about it. But you know what? I mean, we, we've talked about movies. We've talked about things in the past. So um, there are shows that are based on paranormal and, tri- and true crime. So why not? Yeah, we're kind of a, uh, we'll do a little bit of everything. I like it. it up. Let's do it. All right. Well, bro, uh, you know, good to kind of get back and get another podcast out to our fans because I tell you what, even though we haven't done one in a while, we've been getting massive downloads every week of our old shows. It is so, you know, it's crazy. And and we're certainly blessed because um, we have, um, for those of you that don't know, we're on a, uh, we have a couple of, 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 well, we're on a, we have our own radio channel. Back in Time Brothers Radio. I'm sorry, Back in Time Radio. Mm -hmm. And then we do a Back in Time Brothers Radio show, a weekly show on urlradio.net. That's right. Every Monday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. And bro, that has such a big audience. Huge, huge audience. And And um, every week they're there for us. They are there and we keep trying to produce great shows and put good shows together. And that's why it's really consumed a lot of our time to do our podcasts, which we feel like we've kind of neglected our podcast listeners. But as I see the downloads every week, I don't feel like maybe we are losing them. I feel like they just yeah. like going back and listening to our shows and maybe they're listening to an episode they didn't listen to before. Uh, so now you guys, you have a new one. And if you want to come over and check us out on Mondays, come check out our show on urlradio.net. Um, it's, it's a great show. We, we go to a different year and we talk about the music, the movies, the TV, people that have passed. Uh, it's, it's a really well show and we have a News. great, great stand, yeah. great audience that tunes in every week. Like you said, bro. Oh yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. So it is. Uh, yeah, but it's fun to kind of do this, you know, and not do this in a radio format, but just this nice kind of free talking kind of uh, format. I like that. I like it too. I like that. Yeah. People, we people, just, people won't yeah. get that one, but you will. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you have to be tuned into the URL radio show to know that one. So you get, uh, you know, great. you get to hear me do impersonations. Come on, it's it's great. Yeah, you get to so hear Lou's great news stories that he puts together. It's awesome, man. It's <laughs> it's a great show. You know, since it's Halloween, yeah, you do a great impression. That you just did earlier today, and you did a great one yesterday. You think you can do that now? Hmm. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Tales from your crypt. That's right, baby. It's the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to the Back in Time Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's, you nailed that. That's so good. Holy Thank crap. you. Thank you. I think that's a great way to end the show, bro. I think so, too. So uh, I'll tell you what. We we are happy to be back on the podcast. Um, we hope you like this show. and We hope you listen to our other podcasts. And also come check us out on urlradio.net every Monday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time uh, for the Back in Time Brothers show. And also check us out on Back in Time 
uh, radio.com. Uh, we play music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We have a lot of great shows as well. So um, check us out, guys. Um, we are there for many different formats um, and uh, a lot of fun that we'd like to have. So come and join us. We'd like you to be part of the fun. So I am DJ Paulie, and for my brother Lou, and we are out of here. See you guys. What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. See you in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs>